Welcome to the podcast. My name is Brian Neitch. Yes. Well, deal where deals are done, miracles happen, and where my dog walks in, <laughs> frightens me. No, I'm not scared. That's the difference between being afraid and being frightened. You know, fear is fear is literally being stopped in your tracks, not knowing what to do, scared to move. Being frightened is just startled, you know, like all of a sudden, bam, something's there. Well, um, this part two, uh, I want to follow up um, from last week when we talked about, you know, fixing yourself, um, you believing that you can change. Yeah. Believing you can change. That's exactly right. So you that's first step. The first step is believing you can change. The second step, of course, is uh, found in the book of Romans. So, grab your coffee, black, as always, <laughs> right? Grab a pay, uh, your, pay, your Bible, grab a pen, let's, let's get into it, and, and believe with me. Grab hold of faith and, and believe with me that revelation knowledge flows in the name of Jesus, that you see what you need to see, that you hear what you need to hear from the Holy Ghost. I believe it. I believe it. If you need something from God, it's available. Praise God, it's available. And I pray today that um, what you need you receive it. I say, I believe I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's read Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. I beseech you. This is uh, in the, the King James Version. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I agree. It is your reasonable service. To present your bodies to God as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him. And verse 2, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. See, it says you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Praise God. The renewing of your mind. What? Yeah. Yeah, it means you have to renew it. That you prove, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now check it out in the Amplified. It says, um, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Amen? Now, I want you to notice a lot of self in there happening. whole lot of self happening. That's right. 
It's not, I mean, God didn't just, you know, he's not saying to you, oh, well, I'm going to rain down on you all the changes and pop, you're a perfect being that has all perfect knowledge and all perfect acts and everything is, no, no, you still have a will. A mind, a will, and emotions that you have to control. You have to renew. You have to develop. You have to mature. You have to massage. You have to... You have to take into that... that take that into account in life. You can't... You cannot... You cannot... Just believe and say a prayer. Jesus saved me. And bam. Everything's better. Right? Don't get me wrong. Being coming born again is step numero uno, and it's an awesome step. And that's the number one step, praise God. That is the number one thing. If you have never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, and you have never called out on the name of Jesus to, 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 um, to save you from hell, from sin, do that now. Let's take a moment right now. If you've never done that, well, why do I need to do that? Well, remember, when sin came into the earth, it brought death into the earth. And that brought eternal damnation. Adam committed high treason. Adam committed high treason, yes, and brought sin into the world. So there needed to be a redeemer. Jesus, through the Old Testament, prophets through the word through the covenant he came to bring you life he brought the perfect sacrifice and by calling on him as lord and by by accepting him as the sacrifice you can become born again born from spirit once again so call on him now jesus i believe in you you are the king of kings. You died for me. Thank you. I believe in you. Amen. That's it. Praise God. If you did that, email me. Brian at faithandbarbells.com or hit me up on Twitter. Because praise God, that's the step, man. That's the number one step. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you that... I just thank you that, that many... We'll hear this and, and run to you, Father God. So, remember, step one. That's it. But you have other steps. You have other steps to do. You have to remember, like Hebrews 6, um, Paul writes here, Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity. Not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and faith toward God. So essentially, let's go from salvation, becoming born again into maturity. And this is where renewing your mind comes into play. Taking a hold of the situations in your life deciding to change your thinking, you changing your thinking. Remember the centurion, Jesus says, Lord, uh, he, I mean, he says to the Lord, uh, Lord, my servant is lying dead in the house. And Jesus says, I'll come. He says, no, Lord, just say the word 
And I believe, and that's right, that's what we have to do. We believe what the Word of God says. That's what we do. We believe, praise God. Do you believe? So, Ephesians 4, let's look at that, verse 20. Um, 21. If you be that you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation of old the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. So he's saying, he's saying, look, if you believe what you've heard about Jesus, put off the the old man, which is corrupt, and according to the deceitful lusts. Right? In verse 23, he says, Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. The Amplified says, it says in verse 23, Be continually, oh, I like verse 22, that, that regarding your previous way of life, you put off your old self. Now, here it is again. I'm telling you, it's not, it doesn't just happen. And this is my whole point this week. Is I really want to get this over to you and to myself and to remind myself and to remind others if you've heard this word or if it's new to you. It doesn't just happen. You have to be not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. You don't just wake up and you're renewed. That's my point. Right? So let's read this in the Amplified. Ephesians 4, 22 or 21. In fact... Let's go back to 20. But you did not learn Christ in this way. In fact, you have heard him and have been taught by him, just as truth is in Jesus, that regarding your previous way of life, you put off your old self, completely discard your former nature, which is corrupt through deceitful desires. And be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. Remember, it's um, in T- he wrote, Paul wrote in Timothy. He said, "He said um, you have the mind, a powerful mind, a mind of clarity, the mind of Christ." Right? He says, "I did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power." of love and of a sound mind a mind that's taken control of a mind that's renewed has a strong spiritual attitude but you don't just get that you work for that you you strive for that you renew your mind you look at the word of god you pray about the word of god you will hear the spirit of god you meditate on the a scripture you meditate on My mind is renewed by the word of God. I need to renew my mind. How do, Lord, how do I, I need to renew my mind. Reveal to me what I need to renew about my mind. What, What freshness, what areas need to become fresh? I know all, Lord. Praise God. But which areas right now do I need to renew my mind? In verse 24 in the Amplified says, uh, Ephesians 4, 24, and put on the new self, <laughs> the regenerated and renewed nature, God's uh, created in God's image, in the righteousness 
and holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for salvation. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, how I live my life, right there. The way the Amplified says, verse 24. That's it, man. I I am so grateful for salvation. I was telling my wife, Laura, um, uh, yesterday or the day before, praise God for my children, that they love the Lord God. They love Jesus. They love the, They loved going to church. That we were. That we all of us have been born. All six of my family are, are born again, loving the Father with all of our hearts as best we can. I'm thankful for my salvation and for their salvation, and that's that drives me forward. It, it really drives me to not be full of ho- uh, fear, full of dread regret stress i mean praise god look at look at jesus has done i might not be the richest man i may not be the uh, prettiest man although i have a a really nice clean shaven bald head well it's a little grown out but you get my drift so my point is man i try to live my life scratch that i relive my life remembering the and the righteousness of god and the holiness of god and express myself to god with gratitude for salvation and that's how i enter into the next step right we christians are transformed by changing and renewing their minds to live differently, we must think differently. Point number one. To live differently, we must think differently. We must not seek to be like people of the world, right? But to use our bodies in a service to God. That's what Romans 12 was saying. It says, sacrifice yourself in the service to prove the will of God. Not in a selfish way. So number one, to live differently, to change your life, you have to think differently. And that's renewing your mind with the word of God, with thoughts that are good, that are pure, that are perfect. Secondly, you have to give yourself over to prayer, to the Lord. You, That's a key element. Oh, do I just need to pray all the time? No, man, don't, don't religify religiosity this i mean it's not religious right it's a relationship it's a it's a it's a type of lifestyle that's that's grateful this this the scripture in hebrews 4 i mean excuse me ephesians 4 really puts it in into into um it really puts it into into picture here he says and that you put on the new man which is which after god is created in righteousness and true holiness right that you put that man on in a way that expresses to God that your gratitude, your it expresses to God your gratitude for salvation, right? And be, that gratitude brings prayer. It brings a life of prayer, right? I'll flip over to Second uh, Corinthians, chapter number eight. Right. Let's read. Let's read from the top. 
Moreover, brethren, brethren, we do we do uh, you to know of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of, of Macedonia. It says wit, actually. <laughs> he says that we tell you about the grace of God, which has been evident in the churches of, of Macedonia. We're going to read in the, in the Amplified. Awakening to them um, for dealing and ordeal of severe distress and their abundant joy and their deep poverty overflowed in the wealth of their lavish generosity. For I testify that according to their ability and beyond their ability, they gave voluntarily. Praise God. They're, these are givers. That's what he's saying here. Begging us in, um, insistently for the privilege of participating in the service for the saints. Verse 5. Not only did they give materially as we hoped, but they first gave themselves to the Lord as his representatives by the will of God, disregarding their personal interest and in giving as much as they possibly could. Right? Uh, King James says, as they did, not as we hope, but first gave their own selves to the Lord. Now that is point number two. They gave themselves to the Lord. You have to. This is something I, now it took me a while to realize this. Now I, I so when I got born again, I want to, I want to teach you something real quick. Let me back up. Have you ever seen somebody build a home or a building or anything? What is the first thing they do? That's right. They dig a hole, prep the ground and put in some concrete or they put in some, um, um, some type of floor that stabilizes the base the foundation and right and and so when i was born again man i got a hunger for the word of god god gave me a hunger for his word and i spent days days and days in a row probably 10 11 months straight just i probably went there was not a day i didn't go by just just pouring myself into study meditation on the word of god that's something you got to do. That, that's something, and this is this is what Second Corinthians is talking about. First, they they of course they gave their their finances and their resources, whether it was money or stuff or food, or time, energy, talents, whatever. It says they first gave themselves to the Lord, and that is a huge key. Now it goes along with point number one. You 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 change your thinking. As you give yourself over to the Lord, when you get in the presence of God, man, it, it changes you totally. And that is a key element to this. When you enter into his, his presence, man, oh man, you don't leave the same person. Oh, let me tell you what, there's no, there's not a one atheist in the world who's been in the presence of God and come out atheist. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Because that changes you. The, the presence of God is thick. It's powerful. It is love. It is just warm. Can't put it into words. It's, ooh, you know, it's, it's something just, it's something powerful. Praise God. I pray. Call out to him, man, if you... um. 
just enter into right into it. Lord, I, I, I want to be in your presence. Oh, just praise him. Just get on your knees and by yourself. Praise him. Get in your car and praise him and worship him. He'll show up, man. He'll show up. But you got to give yourself over to the over to the Lord. And that's in it with a, a humble heart, knowing that he is God. He is the king of kings. Right? He is the one. And I, I, I refer to this many times. But look, check this out. First Peter 5. Verse 5. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves to the elder. Yes, all of you, subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Now, humble yourselves in due time. Oh, excuse me. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares on him, for he cares for you. Now, the king, the Amplified says, says this. It says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride. Well, right? What's pride? I can do it. I got this. I'm good enough. So that comma, so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time, seven, casting all your cares, your anxieties, your worries, your concerns once and for all on him, for he cares for you. So you cast that stuff, your worries, your anxieties, responsibilities, of course you take, you do them, you make sure you follow them out. But that's what true humility is. It's casting the cares of those things that weigh on you, you cast them onto God. Lord, Father, just I just the these this electric bill, this house payment, Lord, I know that you you've got my back. I just Lord, I thank you for, for providing that I thank you for providing in the name of Jesus. Lord, bring the finances, bring the person in my life, bring the situation to happen that needs to happen. I just give it all to you and I refuse to worry. Yes. I refuse to worry. Now, right? Faith and barbells, man. We teach you here the word of God, the application of the word of God. So number two, give yourselves over, right? Be humble before God. Worship the Lord. Spend time in the word. Give yourself to him, right? It, just, it backs up that first one, man. You'll, you'll, not, your mind will be renewed in the presence of God, through the word of God, through the, through the word. Of, the Holy Ghost will, will just... He'll, he'll do surgery on your mind, your will, your emotions, right? And, you, and number three, be a disciple of Jesus, right? You follow what he does. You, you mimic what he does. You fake it till you make it, they say. But that's true. Right? A, dis- a disciple seeks to be like his master. Period. Look at the look at the martial art. That's what they do. They they look at their master, and they follow them, and they do what they do. They learn the moves like they do. They learn the uh, attitudes like they, the speech. All of that fits, man, right into this. 
We have the word of God. It teaches us how to talk. It teaches us how to walk. It teaches us how to live. It teaches us how to, how to move in this world. Verse 24, Matthew, go to, go to 10, Matthew 10, and we'll start in verse 24. I'll wait till you get there. I'm just going to read it, right? Verse 24, you know where I'm at. But like, like notice, you have to notice in the word how Jesus was so gentle, but yet held authority like no other. He was stern with his words, but yet he wasn't, he wasn't um, cruel. Right, and when and when and when he would walk around and see a sin, when that was someone you know just committing sin or, or or caught in the act or doing something wrong, he would pick them up and say, you know what, change your ways and and walk the other way, do something different, repent, and go and go sin no more. Don't do this again. You know better. For I, you know, basically, I love you. I'm not here to condemn you. Matthew ten twenty four. Let's read this. The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. Is it enough for the disciple that he be as his master and the servant as his Lord? If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of his household? Fear not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hidden that shall not be shown. So he's saying here, follow the master follow your master make jesus your master and follow him christians are disciples of jesus right and we follow his footsteps remember first peter i read where he has a um where we have well not in this not in this episode <laughs> but let's let's go there uh let's read let's go to acts real quick i want to show you something um what a Christian should do and who they are. There's plenty of statements, but in this context, there are Acts 11, 26. Uh, let's start in 25. Um, then departed Barnabas to, to Tarsus, the city of Tarsus, for to, to, he was to seek Saul. And when he found him, he brought him into Antioch. And it came to pass that whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people, and the disciples there, they were called Christians first in Antioch, right? So, you know, Christians are, the, the word Christian is not just, oh, a little happy phrase. It means something, and that's why we're called Christians. Christ's family, right? So we are followers, a follower of Christ. That's essentially what the term means, a disciple of Jesus, a Christian. And that's who we are. We we follow, we mimic, he is our master, we are his disciple. I mean, it's pretty basic. That's it. And he will show us, first Peter two, he shows us how to be how to live a sinful life. Yeah, a sinless rather rather. <laughs> Not a sinful life. I don't think so. He shows us how to live a sinless life. He left an example. He left an example. I'm going to finish with that. Go to uh, flip over to First Peter, chapter two, right? If you've read it, you know where I'm going. If you don't, but it's, uh, ver- uh, therefore, therefore, um, in verse 
Chapter 2, verse 21. 1 Peter 2, 21. For even the hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, that you should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Right? Who was... When he was reviled, reviled not again. When he was suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that righteously judged. What did he do? Committed himself to the Father. I mean, that's it, man. You want the example? That's it. Even when they come after you, Jesus committed himself to the judge. He committed himself to the one and only, the King of kings, the Father in heaven. The King Right, that's Yahweh. Love himself. So change yourself. How do you do that? Simple, three simple things. You live differently, you must think differently. You must renew your mind. Get your mind, your will, your emotions, cleanse them with the word of God. Washing by the word of God, the scripture says. And number two, give yourself over to the Lord. Spend time with him. Spend time in prayer. Spend time in the word of God. Spend time at church. Spend time talking to people what he did to you. He changed you. How he changed you. How he took you from darkness and brought you into light. How he he redeemed you from the kingdom of sin and death and brought you into the, the, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And number three, be a disciple of Jesus. Become a disciple of Jesus. Not just born again, but become his disciple. Follow his every move. Read the Gospels. Find out what he said. How he handled situations. He left us the perfect example. Praise God. That's it, man. That's the answer. That's the answer. I've gone too long, but I just... I'm serious. That's the, That's how you do it. That's the three easy ways. I mean, we could go deep and deep, but that's that's how you, you handle it. You renew your mind and you give yourself to the Lord and you become his disciple. If you do those three things, I'm telling you, life will get different. You will change everything about yourself. Your giving, your, your joy, your relationships, how you get up in the morning, how you go to bed at night. When you practice and have a real relationship with the King of Kings, when you uh, acknowledge his presence there, man, oh man, things change. <laughs> well, thanks guys, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I I'm enjoy I've enjoyed this uh, this little two parter. You know how to fix yourself and how to fix your life. Uh, of course, there's plenty of um, there's vast um, things in our life that we can adjust and we can change but the the core basis is here run forward to jesus run forward into his word become that disciple and remember you can you can right not if but when praise god you will and you can right repeat let, let, let's make a profession about this repeat after me say i believe i can change Starting now. And I will dig in. Deep. Into the word of God. Jesus is my Lord. And I will follow him. And the voice of a stranger. 
I will not follow. And just thank him. Father, thank you. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for changing our hearts and opening. Lord, thank you for revealing your, your covenant, your love for us, Lord, and, and stepping, uh, uh, giving, hold, pulling us forward so we can step into that new life, that new life of Christ. Oh, we give you thanks. And everybody, don't forget, Jesus is Lord. Lord.